This is the Block Hash Podcast. Hey guys, it is Wednesday, May 15th. I am currently mobile again. I am in Whistler Blackcomb in Canada for the week. I'm doing some spring skiing, enjoying the fresh food, fresh water, fresh air. It's absolutely wonderful up here. And coupled with the new bull run in Bitcoin, I'm feeling great. And I'm feeling pretty good about the market as well. And that's actually something I want to talk about today for this podcast is basically what the hell is going on with Bitcoin. I want to jump into that, explain some things that I've come across and have done some analysis on and that I want to share with you that I think will be informative for you in terms of understanding why Bitcoin has run up over 8,000. Why is that starting to spill over into Ethereum? Why is that starting to spill over into Ripple? And where are we going from here as we head into summer? And why is it happening so early before 2020? So let's we're going to jump into that. I want to talk about three things specifically. One, I want to talk about some statistics regarding Bitcoin and what the hell is going on. I want to talk about the CME Bitcoin futures. Interesting stuff going on there. That definitely is tying into this Bitcoin resurgence. And then I also want to talk about the Tether legal troubles, which a lot of you have already heard about and are somewhat aware of, but I want to go over that as well and remind those of you out there that aren't aware of what's going on with Tether and then how that's affecting Bitcoin, because there's a lot of money moving out of Tether into Bitcoin as well, which is a leading contributor. So before we start... I want to give you a few updates, one on Frankfurt College. Frankfurt College is coming soon, I promise. I have to film the lectures. I don't have as much time as I'd like to sit down and get it all done right away, but I'm hoping to get a bulk of it done this month in May and then having something physical ready in June. So that's like a very tentative timeline and I'll give you more updates as I get closer to that, but it is something fun that I'm working on that I think you guys will enjoy and that might turn into something pretty interesting as we get into VR and as the Oculus Quest comes out. I have tons of plans, tons of things I want to do with that. So we'll get there slowly, but surely. Another update, the Bitwise Bitcoin ETF is delayed. This is getting to be pretty normal to have these ETFs delayed by the SEC. But this one was again delayed and I'm not overly surprised. I don't think anyone is, but it's interesting that this was delayed around the same time that the market started spiking too. So a lot of interesting things have been going on in the market that don't necessarily correlate either. So we're not going to talk about the Bitcoin ETF or any of the Bitcoin ETFs. I don't think they're that relevant, but we will talk about some futures contracts. Um, Another update, Fidelity is offering Bitcoin trading in the next few weeks or so. Supposedly, that's what they're doing. Fidelity has 30 million customers and 2.4 trillion under management. So if Fidelity is able to open up crypto trading, Bitcoin trading for its customers and are able to encourage E-Trade or TD Ameritrade to do the same, that's going to be 
very, very big in terms of getting the average person that doesn't know how to go set up an exchange or buy on Coinbase and trade. It'll make it much, much easier and you might see a lot more volume a lot sooner, potentially over summer, potentially into the fall. So that's another thing to keep in mind. But let's go ahead and jump into things. So the first thing I want to talk about are some statistics regarding Bitcoin and why Bitcoin has jumped so much. First part I want to talk about is the 60% market dominance that Bitcoin has seized over the last five or six days. And on May 13th, it hit about 60%. And I was saying that once Bitcoin hits that market dominance around 60%, we're going to see a spillover effect. So historically, in the spring of 2017 and in the winter of 2017, Bitcoin did the same thing where it was at 60% market dominance or higher. And it spilled over into altcoins and we had the quote-unquote alt-season where Ethereum, Litecoin, Cardano, all of them shot up dramatically in price. And we're seeing a little bit of that spillover effect in Ethereum and in Ripple at least yesterday. Ethereum blasted past 2000, which was a pretty key barrier, now hovering around 230 or so and still climbing. Ripple blasted through the 30 cent threshold and is hovering around 42 cents. And those two aren't necessarily the biggest gainers, but they did stick out to me the most because they are top two very important top 10 cryptos that are grasping for dominance in this market for the iron throne of crypto. Another interesting thing is that the 24 hour volume for Bitcoin breached $32 billion, which is a new record for Bitcoin. So we know, obviously, there is a lot of money being traded back and forth, buys and sells for Bitcoin. But the real question is, where is it all coming from? Is this new money? Is this sideline money? Is this money that's in Tether? Is this money coming through the CME? We're going to talk about that in just a second, because this is not necessarily the general public. If you look at Google searches, for example, Google searches are actually very, very low for Bitcoin still and just starting to pick up. And that'll lead to more FOMO and more people jumping in the market. But I think we have people positioning right now. I think that's what we're seeing. I think we're seeing a lot of institutional guys, a lot of people behind the scenes that are jumping in this market early because they know that Fidelity is coming. They know that the backed exchange is coming at some point. They know that an ETF is very close to getting approved. There are a lot of things happening and a lot of guys want to get positioned at a good price for Bitcoin to get good contracts locked in for Bitcoin. There's a lot of things going on. So let's talk about the CME Bitcoin futures because this one's not something everyone's talking about generally, but it's also very important because we had a record high the other day of 33.7 thousand Bitcoin contracts, which is up 50% since April. There are a lot of people that are betting on the future price of Bitcoin to be much, much higher right now. That record is equivalent to 168,000 Bitcoin or 1.35 billion 
in volume in Bitcoin future contracts alone. That is insane. That is institutional investing jumping into the market. That's people that understand the game, that understand how futures contracts works, getting into Bitcoin, positioning themselves, and in some ways, inflating the market, propping it up. Maybe they're going to do a short squeeze. It's very possible. But they are seriously running up the market from 53, 5400 bucks to now like $8,000 in six days, something like that, since like last Friday. So the CME is doing quite a lot as well. This isn't just people straight buying Bitcoin, but that is also the case, especially with Tether, because Tether's going through quite a lot of legal trouble right now, and it's kind of scaring a lot of people into Bitcoin. And if you look at the numbers, Tether's doing about $32 billion in trade volume, which is very, very close, if not exact, to what Bitcoin's doing in trade volume in a 24 hours. So do, do you see the coincidence? I don't, I don't see a coincidence. I, I think it's pretty spot on. There's a lot of people that are scared to hold their tether, and that sidelined money, or money that's going through tether that was going to go to something else, but is now going to Bitcoin. It is all coming out of tether and going to Bitcoin because why? What, why, what, why have I said this over and over again? Because Bitcoin is a store of value for the next generation. Maybe not for baby boomers. Maybe not so for millennials either. But centennials and their kids, Bitcoin is going to be a store of value because we're moving into a digital age. Bitcoin is the technological advancement of money. I talked about this in a prior podcast, so... You should definitely go back and check that one out. I don't want to repeat everything. So, I mean, Tether was accused of covering $800 million in losses from Bitfinex. So, I don't know what the legal issues are going to bring out. I'm not sure if Tether actually did something wrong, if Bitfinex actually did something wrong. A lot of this stuff is really difficult to figure out as an average person and as someone that isn't an insider in what's going on in that situation. But I can tell you for a fact that that is having effect on the Bitcoin price as well. So that is also something to consider. But overall, just to summarize and to recap what I said, three things primarily that are driving this market. It's the CME, the CME Bitcoin futures contracts, the Tether legal troubles, people selling their Tether for Bitcoin, and also people jumping into Bitcoin directly. And the statistics support that as well. So where do we go from here? It's going to take a little bit of time, at least a few weeks. I got to look at the charts again, but we literally built a new bull flag. Bitcoin blew through its support around 6,400, and it's still climbing on on the daily still until bitcoin slows down i won't know if we're actually just recovering from 2018 and that whole bear market cycle or if we're actually breaking into a new bull market where we're going to get closer and closer to hitting 10,000 15,000 20,000 and then going for new all-time highs eventually that is going to slow down and eventually that's also going to pour into all the other altcoins again i think we're very early you'll see a little bit of that start to spill over and you have into ethereum and into ripple at least yesterday 
and very broadly across the market. But the top 15, 20 or so, you'll see some big movements in those crypto projects. But it'll come as Bitcoin, again, approaches 60% market dominance or higher. And then that'll spill over. Historically, it has always done that and it has already done that again. So that's something to keep an eye out. And then keep an eye out for Bitcoin continually going up. So if Bitcoin continues going up, I, I still can't tell you anything. We need to wait until Bitcoin slows down. But if Bitcoin gets stagnant and then Bitcoin might have found a new high, it might have created a new upward barrier. This stuff that we need to analyze and figure out, but we're moving in the right direction finally. Generally, we're moving in the right direction. Anyways, I just want to give you guys an update for this week on what's going on with Bitcoin. And hopefully some of that statistically helps clarify that. Next week, I'll have something on the podcast with a little bit more substance, a little bit more techie, uh, diving into maybe another one of these blockchain projects that I haven't talked about in a while. Maybe I'll do a review. So I'll, I'll keep you posted and I'll let you know ahead of time. And as always, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time.